0: Moncrief on News Talk. The usual argument is that vaping provides a path away from smoking, but increasingly that's not the case at all. There is a generation who have never smoked cigarettes but took up vaping and now find they're addicted to it. Among them is assistant producer at the Irish Independent JJ Clark, who's writing about this today. JJ, good afternoon. Good afternoon sean uh now I suppose I should correct what my introduction there because you did smoke for uh, uh when you were much younger for a couple of years or so as I understand yes,
1: it. yeah so I smoked uh ten years ago when i was um when I was nineteen, I smoked for two years uh John Pierre blue, which is kind of a strong figure of God you mean you yeah, you're, right, inter-
0: you're really committed to this whole smoking yeah, thing then?
1: just bought into that sort of i was in the sort of James Dean phase and uh you know, I was kind of devil may care, and I was smoking twenty a day, and I smoked wow. for about two years before I gave up. And you know, it was it took actually going up the stairs, just a single flight of stairs, for me to be sort of winded. And I was just like, "Jesus, this is kind of bad news." <sighs> and you were twenty-one. So I, yeah, twenty-one. So I I gave up smoking using the book. I don't know if you've heard about this book. It's the Alan Carr Easy Way mm-hmm. to Stop Smoking and it basically works on the supposition that uh you're not smoking because you like smoking you're li- you're smoking to relieve the the craving for nicotine and that's all that it is so it's the equivalent of you know putting on shoes that are too small for you for the pleasure of taking them off yes okay and and th- and that worked for you did it it did it did and so i was off them for uh Ten years, and then about fifteen m- months ago, so November, 2022, I was at a friend's apartment. I was just waiting for him to come out of. Uh, he, was, I think, he was taking a shower at the time, and I was just sat on the couch. And there was this sort of tubular device beside me, and I picked it up and I, I sniffed it, and it smells, you know, like watermelon. And uh, I just put it down. I, I presumed I, I'd never seen anything like it, so I presumed it was sort of a scent diffuser to make the apartment smell nice or something. And uh, two or three minutes later, my friend comes out and he goes, have you tried that? And I go, what do you mean? And he picks it up, takes a drag uh, and hands it to me. And I took a single drag and it was like an explosion of watermelon in my mouth. I was like, oh, Jesus. And then, you know, what is it, Fifteen months later, you know, I'm buying two a day, you know, seven euro at the cheap end, ten euro at the more expensive end. These are disposable vapes. Yeah. And like, I just, you know, I could smoke them anywhere. You know, cigarettes have a natural kind of shelf life that, you know, once the the flame hits the butt, you put it out. You know, you're limited by mm. that. Mm. But vapes, you can just vape all the time. Like I was vaping, you know, working from home. I was vaping going through two a day. And like, if you talk to vapors, vapors kind of go through maybe one a day. There's 600 puffs per disposable. But uh, Whoa. Yeah, I was, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. and you
0: also you you also make the point is that, that that there's a you know out in clubs and the like, there's a slightly different attitude towards vaping than there might be towards smoking cigarettes.
1: Right, yeah, because I suppose cigarette smoking, you know, you have the ashtray taste, but also you have the smell that comes with it. So women get the the smell in their hair, lads get the smell in their clothes, and so that's naturally antisocial. But like when it smells like you know. Red Bull or strawberry ice or, you know, cotton candy, which are all flavors that are like, you know, I've tried, you know, on the journey. And so you go out to a nightclub and, you know, at around 11 o'clock at half 11, they stop policing vaping. They stop saying, hey, don't vape inside. So you just you're allowed, you're permitted to vape inside. And this fallout cloud emerges above the dance floor, similar to probably what it was like. In the nineties and eighties, mm. uh, and it's just this cloud, and people just vaping at will. And then some nightclubs actually have, you know, vape vending machines, and you can you can buy them for seven euro to ten euro a pop. And yeah, it's it's everywhere. You know, even on the Lewis, yeah, Lewis or upper deck of uh, you know dozen buses, people are just vaping willy nilly. And just because of this a strong smell, you're not actually encountering. You know, if you walk into a room and it smells like strawberry. You're not thinking, geez, someone's vaping in here. You, yeah. you think to yourself, oh, there's some sort of candle that's lit that's, you know, dispelling that that smell.
0: Yeah, so it's kind of... So would you go so far as to say among your generation, it seems to be more generally acceptable?
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, for 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 instance, you know, there's the the long tail effects of uh of vaping are kind of little understood now because we don't have as much time you know that it's being studied for where cigarettes have been mm-hmm. around for uh, almost probably more than 100 years but uh you know I was at a wedding there you know 2 months ago and I was going for the day two, I was doing a shop run and I had about six people asking, oh, you pick up me a vape, pick me up a vape. And I ended up getting about 12 to bring back to the wedding. Mm-hmm. And These are, I'm 32, so these are 32 year olds, you know, who are keen to, you know, have something in their hand when they're in the smoking area, they, um, you know, when they're waiting around, you know, it, it's the nicotine, you know, there's a pull for the nicotine there and it also tastes delicious. Like they've really, you know, they've really figured out. You know, the mouth feel and and you know, giving you a sugary taste in the mouth. It's momentary, uh, but it is you know, it it does deliver you know, really sweet taste when you when you drag on it.
0: Yeah, because I think one of the things Alan Carr says, maybe it's somebody else, but you know that that uh, when they're, when if for they give up smoking, that you know you go to bed at night and you sleep all night. You know, get up in the middle of the night to have a cigarette, but in the middle of the night you're reaching for your vape.
1: Right. Right. So I I suppose there's a there's a period, you know, we we probably all can reflect on this, where where you're on your phone before you go to bed, you're sort of mindlessly scrolling. And I'd have the vape in the room and I'd be vaping away and then I'd, you know, fall asleep. You don't know what when you fall asleep. You just fall asleep. And then I would wake up in the middle of night or just before I was supposed to get up. And I'd have like about three seconds of panic because I'd I'd be like, oh, I. I was vaping right before I, I, I went to bed. So I know my vape must be somewhere. So my f- hand starts to navigate around the pillow to try and find, you know, the vape, the plastic and the, the tube. And I can't find it for a second. I'm like, oh, Jesus, it's like, you know, I, I want nicotine. And then my hand hits it. and I'm like, oh, the relief. And then I, you know, have a few, you know, drags on the on the vape. And instantly, you know, it's harsh. It's, you know, there's, There's a blue light that lights up every time you pull on it, uh, which, you know, sort of in the darkness of your room, casts a blue light up onto the roof of your your room while you're in bed. And you you sort of feel like, you know, it feels kind of scaldy or dirty or something. And you're like, why am I doing this? You don't taste the sweet taste of it at all. And, uh, you know, I can you can actually, you know, it's discernible that you can feel your heart rate increase. You know, when you pull mm. on like you have three or four because you're inhaling w- something that your lungs are getting that's not air. It's thicker than air. And, you know, so your body's just like, I just woke up. I just went from a sleep state to an awake state. And now you're shoveling in sort of, you know, thick, you know, smoky nicotine infused air into my lungs. Why are you doing this to me? Yeah. And so it was probably at that point that I had like a, a little bit of a moment of clarity where it's was like, Geez, I need to get off these.
0: Yeah, and if you can remember the experience of smoking cigarettes and vaping, is it similar or are there differences between the two things?
1: Right, so um, with the first time I tried cigarettes, I actually remember where I was. I was, you know, I was in Berlin uh, on a Lebenser uh, results holiday and uh, a friend gave me a cigarette and I inhaled and I was like, I had to sit down, there's such a headache. Mm-hmm. So, uh and the taste wasn't pleasant, uh, whereas with the with the vape, when you when you drag on it, you can they, they call it kick. So the the harsh feeling at the back of your throat, that's called a kick. So if you go into a vape shop, they'll say, do you want something with a strong kick? You know, so they're like, pick yeah. your poison. So they they know what they're looking for. And then they'll give you all these flavors like Elf Bull, which is, you know, Red Bull flavor. So the first time I tried vape, which was uh, when I was in my friend's apartment, was watermelon flavor. I had the same head rush or sort of, you know, it's almost like a dizzying feeling because you're ingesting a poison or a toxin uh, and your body doesn't know, you know, what to do with it. But it was it was the same as smoking, except it was a nice taste, which is mm. frightening, if you know what I mean.
0: Yeah, because it's kind of yeah, it doesn't seem as because at least if you have a cigarette, it's kind of nasty,
1: and you know it's yeah. nasty. Uh, you feel like taking nasty. a shower afterwards. Yeah.
0: <laughs> now you you have as you have given a few stabs at giving up the vaping.
1: Right. Yeah. So I I, um, I gave up about two months ago now, and uh, I was like you know when you get to that it's like kicking junk food or, or you know cutting down on drinking or something you sort of say to yourself like okay it's on monday i'm going to start and so i had a plan you know i cleared out all the vapes from my house you know i i, I was dead set on you know even my route to work i i wasn't going to walk past the shop that i got vapes in you know mm. i just changed my route so I was really you know thorough in my preparation and then uh, i was heading down surfing out west with my friends and uh, i was just clearing out my work bag uh this is like 3 days into it and i was uh, all going well and uh i was clearing out my bag and my bag and my hand sort of hits this cardboard little box and i'm like oh what's that and i opened the bag and i looked down just like nestled in the corner there was like an unopened vape and uh you know i mean this is like you know handing alcohol to an alcoholic yeah. i uh i was just like i even without thinking i was opening the 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 vape box Opening the little plastic packaging, pulling it. There's a little plastic, you know, nub in the mouthpiece. I pulled that out and I was vaping in my room before I was like, you know, my brain had a chance to say, like, hey, stop, you know, this might, you know, this is, it was pre conscious. Yeah. It was like, and this is what, like, if you imagine I'm an adult and I, you know, I, I, I try and analyze my behavior as best as I can but a, a teenager, like a 14, 15, 16-year-old up against this.
0: Yeah. So so this time, JJ, this is, uh, outline your strategy for us is to try and uh, give these things up. And you are, I should point out,
1: like, this is day what for you? You're off them. This is day nine. So, uh, I, uh, so I'm so i nine days off um, uh, and I'm going for a sort of four-pronged approach. So the first one is uh, the willpower method. So that is, quitting with no aids i.e no lozenges no sprays no patches no nrt which is nicotine replacement therapy um so this is basically white knuckling it you're you're going cold turkey and you're just saying okay on this day i'm going to stop that was nine days ago and but but i'm not just limiting myself to that so i'm the second prong is accountability so tell your friends i've told my family uh, tell, you know, Ireland, I wrote an article about it that mm-hmm. I'm giving up, you know, so people are going to be ready with disproving looks. And hey, JJ, you said you were going to give up. You wrote that article about it. You know, I'm, I'll am i try to be, you know, do as I do, not as, you know, I don't want to be do as I say, not as I do kind yeah. of guy. So I'm trying to, trying to match that, match my behavior to what I'm like, you know, the amount of noises I'm making. And then the third one is, Re-reading the Alan Carr book because Alan Carr's uh, easy way to stop smoking applies to e-cigarettes and vaping as well, and it was written 35 years ago. But there's a section in it that says any nicotine-based product. So even if you were addicted to, you know, nicotine patches, which is a thing, or nicotine gum, mm. then like you can re-read the book, and you're not like as in I mean, it's it's mad. Like when I go snowboarding, I think to myself, you know. Nobody's is class, but like when I wake up in the morning, I'm not like, you know, asking myself, oh, you know, I need snowboarding right now. That's not, you know, that's not <laughs> yeah. how it works. right? Yeah. So but but it is with nicotine. And so I'm rereading the book. That's the third prong. And then the fourth prong is uh, habit trackers. So you can get, you know, habit trackers for free on like Apple or, you know, iOS or Android. You know, they're, they're just like quit vaping uh, apps. And so they, they log, you know, how many days you've been off, uh, how much money you saved. So mm. we're like almost, you know, I'm at, what, 126 euro or something in there. And that's just for the nine days, because I spend 14 euro a day uh, on these. Yeah, and that's not including like, you know, big nights or hoolies or weddings. Those are like, you know, I'd buy more than two. I'd yeah. By a lot, you know. It's it's uh you you know it's like going to a festival. You'd you'd get a load of apes. Yeah. Uh So the fourth prong is just tracking. You know my progress, and then it kind of gives you analytics on, you know, when your lungs return to normal, when your heart returns to normal, and uh you know the just sort of like health indicators that you can track. Which is, for me, you know, it's not like it, on its own in isolation it wouldn't work. But you know, as it, if it was. You know, but as an additive, like, for me to look at, you know, when I'm waiting for a bus, you know, where I usually would vape, and I look down at my phone, I'm like, oh, 10 days off, I've saved €140. Euro. You know, it does give you that, like, extra incentive to keep going.
0: Mm, indeed. Uh, in terms, though, JJ, of things like going out, uh, like if you're out someplace and everyone around you is vaping, that's got to be difficult.
1: Yeah, yeah, but but I mean, I, I suppose with riding... For this article and you know analyzing it my actual behavior i found that like i would often find myself staring at the vape while i'm vaping i'm like what am i getting out of this you know and mm. like and like pulling on you know the 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 vape and then just getting the strawberry taste in my mouth or something and i i'd be like but it's the sweet taste and i i'd be like i landed on that oh it's great it's a sweet taste but then i would like well, why don't I have to have sweets all the time, but I have to have vapes all the time. So it's not this this sweet taste and then like sometimes I would be like, "Well, maybe it's to wake myself up. Maybe it's like a coffee." But mm. like, you know, but I don't feel any more alert after, you know, I I don't feel like, you know, studying after, you know, I finished an entire vape. So it's not that either. So uh, it's it's purely the relief I get from satisfying the craving. It's its nothing else. It's kind of like, you know, a background itch or a low, you know, sort of refrigerator hum, sort of, you know, you want to vape, you want to vape, you know, in the background.
0: Yeah. Right, yeah. And it's
1: kind of, a, a, you know, an awareness of that's what it is rather than, you know, oh, my brain telling me, you know, it's kind of like an empty feeling, like, you know, hunger. If you ask someone to describe hunger, they're like, Oh, it's a it's sort of empty feeling uh, that that I interpret as I want more food. And it's the same with vapes. It's almost imperceptible from, you know, hunger. It's that, you know, I haven't gone, you know, I've gone two hours without vaping. Oh, I it's sort of empty, itchy feeling. I should, I should vape now. I should run up and take a five minute, you know, vape break. Yeah. So that's, that's the kind of thing. And so to, I suppose that's a challenge ahead of me. i Just, I suppose, being ironclad and, you know, being forthright in amongst your friends and saying, listen, you know, I've given up, you know, but there is an element of me that's like, you know, being honest, there's an element of me that's like, yeah, you know, someone offering me a vape and saying, hey, go on, JJ, just have a shirt, you know, do you want a bit of that? You know, there's an element or there's a little tiny bit of my brain that's like, that sounds nice.
0: Of course there will be. Yeah, there, and there probably always will be. That's the, that's the nature of addiction, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, and, and so, sort of undoing it is is the, you know, is the project I'm on at the moment.
0: Yeah. JJ, very best of luck with that. Thanks a million for talking to us today. That was uh, JJ Clark there, an assistant producer uh, at the Irish Independent, also uh, uh, formerly of this parish as well. Uh, one text that says, I wear a Fitbit I noticed my step count had gone up dramatically over the last two years. It was only over Christmas I realised that every time I put the vape up to my mouth, the watch was recording it as a step. This made me realise how much I was doing it. And how little steps you were actually doing. Uh, worst thing about vapours, because it's not smoke. They puff away at them and blow that right into your face. Uh, Danny says, uh, The vape got me to quit smoking after 27 years. I vaped for a year and now I don't smoke or vape. I couldn't have done it without the vape. So there you go. Fair dues, Danny, Uh, must be said. Uh, Same as your guest, I became more addicted to the act of vaping, not actually the hit. I used to pick it up when I was bored. Yeah, and that seems to be kind of a slight difference between that and smoking. You kind of go to have a cigarette and you know when the cigarette is finished, whereas the the vaping seems to be you could just... You could do it almost constantly. Uh, I don't know what's worse, vaping being so popular among young people. Or a headline I saw in a British magazine recently which said smoking is cool again. Like WTF. Actually, we did an an item on that. It seems to be, well, there's a lot of kind of hip actors and musicians, you know, being caught by the paparazzi having a cigarette outside. Uh, So that's the kind of basis on that now, whether... All young people will, uh, um, um, like sheep, uh, follow them in that regard or not, uh, remains to be seen. Though I think there is, I think in the last couple of years, there has been an uptick in the uh, smoking rates in this country. Uh, AD says, the smell from vapes is uh, is awful. A lot of them smell worse than cigarettes, which are awful. Uh, someone else says, Alan Carr's book is brilliant regarding giving up cigarettes, uh, but these vapes will do more damage with a liquid stream going into your lungs this uh, addiction and risk of people using drugs is so dangerous, it is more addictive uh, than cigarettes. Uh, someone else says, I found my lungs were worse when I vaped rather than when I smoked. Ed says, I give up smoking cold turkey six years ago. I saw a photo of a bird sitting in its nest surrounded by cigarette butts it had collected that had, uh, f- that, and that finished smoking for me. Uh, says Ad, and somebody else says also. There's the uh, that is something we've covered on the show before as well. Uh, there's an environmental impact uh, of the batteries and plastic in vapes, and for what addiction to a useless chemical? Ban them all. Well, indeed, the, and in some parts of the country, uh, volunteers have to go around picking up those vapes. Now, theoretically, they can be uh, recycled, but. You know, uh, you know. most of the time people just uh, throw them out or just throw them on the road. Uh, I'm a 20-a-day smoker and never before had I counted how many drags of a cigarette do I take. He's claiming he went uh, between one or two vapes per day. That's the equivalent of 60 and 100 ciggies a day. Um, <clears throat> I don't know, don't know anything about the maths of that, but, you know, you may well be right because, you know, you're, you're doing it constantly. You don't actually finish and leave a gap. Uh, and probably that's not that uncommon. And someone else says, my friend got hypnotized uh, to give up smoking last August. Hasn't smoked since. Cost 400 euro. And certainly it, it can be. Uh, I do know people, same thing happened. They went to a hypnotist, walked out, never smoked again. Absolutely spot on. I know other people who went to hypnotist, walked out, uh, lit up a cigarette as soon as they were out of the office. I remember one, uh, uh, one woman coming out and her husband saying to her, what about the hypnotist and She says, I probably hasn't taken yet. Uh, we'll give it another we'll give it another few hours. It didn't. Moncrief. Weekdays at 2 p.m. on news talk.